Happy birthday to my beautiful and one and only wife, Lynn. And guess what her big, bad, and evil public school, as some Christians say, did for her. They decked her out with a birthday t-shirt that says, May the 4th be with you, and a praying figurine because of her faithful stand for Christ. So keep up the good fight, my beautiful wife who loves the Lord. We're praying for you. We're praying for your teammates, and we're praying for those children that you are loving with the love of Christ. Father, the temptation to settle for Antichrist scraps is all around us. May we not settle for the deception when the truth of your word is spread out on your table. May we feast upon this bread that only you can give, that only satisfies the soul. May we preach it and live it acceptably in your sight today for your honor and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm pretty excited. Our new gospel.com cards came in the mail. And on the back side, it has a simple prayer of salvation along with, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I was glad to be able to invite a man who works at the oil change place that I went to yesterday. I invited him to listen to the podcast. He was excited. And he said that he was looking for a new podcast to listen to. Well, my friend, if you're listening today, I pray that God will use this work to be a blessing to you as we study and preach his word. I would also like to thank Jack Rabbit for becoming a monthly gospel supporting subscriber. Much appreciated, my Christ friend. Now, I got a question to start off today's podcast. Why are people thinking that abortion will be eradicated in America with the possible overturning of Roe versus Wade? It's not going to be eradicated at this point. It will only be delegated to the states in this case. Without the full eradication of abortion, the Antichrist will only increase the murder of children out of spite as they cross state lines. And speaking of women's bodily rights, I have another question. Since men are women now too, do they have the right to choose? I'm sure that will get a lot of crickets across the land singing. All I have to say is this, my friends, quit settling for and rejoicing over Antichrist scraps. I trust none of them to include statistics that I read that were posted by Life News Today. Not that they were trying to be deceptive at all, but they posted on Gab breaking the U.S. abortion rate has dropped to a historic low as more babies are saved from abortions. Abortions dropped 19% from 2010 to 2019. And I will add my friends, reported abortions that is, because the abortion pill does not take account of the millions more that have been aborted. I like Disco's post yesterday. He says, since when does a woman's body have two hearts, four lungs, and a penis? We need to start addressing the truth and its reality boldly and without 
being scared. People are scared. My post yesterday, Jewish rabbi declares war against Christians, as of right now, has 921 views with three shares on it. So it is quite evident to me that people are scared. They're afraid to be called names such as anti-Semite. Don't you remember the saying when we were kids, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me? Yet people got their shields up all around, protecting themselves from these words of defamation. And all I have to say, it's time to repel the demons with the word of God. Put your shields of fear down and pick up the sword of the spirit, and the shield of God, and he will protect us. And all I have to say to you, Antichrist, is pucker up because we're preaching the word of God today. We read in Isaiah 29, 13, wherefore the Lord said, for as much as his people draw near me with their mouth and with their lips do honor me, but have removed their heart far from me and their fear toward me is taught by the precept of men. You are bowing to the precepts of men when you withhold the truth because you're scared. I found America in one verse yesterday in Isaiah chapter 28. One verse, verse one, woe to the crown of pride, to the drunkards of Ephraim, whose glorious beauty is a fading flower, which are on the head of the fat valleys of them that are overcome with wine. In one verse, we see America, which is proud, who is drunk, who is declining, and who is no doubt fat. So it's your choice, my friends. You can remain in this congregation of the dead, which was also known as Antichrist Israel throughout the Old Testament and is even known as it today. Just people do not see it as the same because they're blinded. And you can accept their Antichrist scraps or you can enter the tabernacle of the congregation of God, the Israel of God, to commune with God at his table of bread. We read in Numbers 789 today, and when Moses was gone into the tabernacle of the congregation to speak with him, when he heard the voice of one speaking unto him from off the mercy seat that was upon the ark of the testimony from between the two cherubims, and he spake unto him. So here we see that mercy, it's God's mercy that he speaks to us within this tabernacle of congregation. But yet this tabernacle is refused for the lies of this world, the lies that are the signature of the covenant of death. Isaiah 28, 15, because you have said we have made a covenant with death and with hell are we at agreement. When the overflowing scourge shall pass through, it shall not come unto us, for we have made lies our refuge, and under falsehood have we hid ourselves. And I'm here to tell you that Antichrist scraps are filled with lies and deception, and hell is its fulfillment. So my question is, my friend, are you dead or are you alive? And you have not begun to live until you have began to die. 
Romans 6, 6 6-7, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin, for he that is dead is freed from sin. Antichrist scraps is what is left if we choose not to be dead to this body of sin. That is all that you have, my friend. And that is the title of today's episode, number 124, Antichrist Scraps. And these scraps will only continue to bring a false hope that will bring a false notion of peace and safety. And I will tell you this. I do not settle for Antichrist scraps. I settle for the bread at the table of God. 1 Thessalonians 5.3 For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. So sorry, my friends, but I'm not sorry because I'm not rejoicing until Jesus is Lord is shouted from the rooftops and repentance sweeps the land. Every inch of righteousness the Antichrist project to give us is just another mile they plan to take for the new world order. WBMC Infidel says revival and repentance doesn't come from the star chamber. Yes, sir. No, it does not come from the star chamber. The star of Antichrist Israel is a demon portal. Woe to those who worship and idolize it. Omerta on Gab replies, hexagrams encode a triplet of sixes. But nothing to see here. And then Tom, he calls me, he says, he replies and says, you are an antichrist effing Nazi. Well, Tom, you only prove my point all the more. And that is, you are antichrist. And all I have to say is, repent. When you stir the demonness, They begin to foam at the mouth and they curse. Lady Columbia says, we can see Satan clawing at the earth. That's absolutely right. Because the truth remains that many are quick to point out the right to choose. They put it alongside of their associations with the Ukraine flag movement, the rainbow flag, the mask emoji, the tranny flag, the BLM propaganda, the pussy hats, and pronouns. Yet they fail to see the associated demon star of Remphan, the star of Antichrist Israel that is plastered alongside every single one of them. WBMC Infidel says, orienteering is impossible without skills to use a moral compass. You wind up wandering the wilderness lost. Christ alone is guide. Amen, my brother. And this moral compass is none other than the word of God. So many think that goodness and the ability to keep the law is the light that we need. When it only brings darkness, the darkness of failures, such as the rampant amount of divorce even throughout the church today. Divorce is not spiritual resolution and forgiveness. Christ is. The spiritual stain may be removed by him from divorce, but the physical stain remains unto death. Tell me it does not, my divorced friends. You may be forgiven, but you still bear the pain. And so do your children. 
Romans 7, 3, So then if while her husband liveth, she be married to another man, she shall be called an adulteress. But if her husband be dead, she is free from that law, so that she is no adulteress, though she be married to another man. The law that we read about today, it is not to be confused with the Antichrist Talmud. The law is only a school teacher that points out that we indeed are unable to measure up and that only Jesus Christ, the Lord, has measured up for us. Romans 7, 7. What shall we say then? Is the law sin? God forbid. Nay, I had not known sin but by the law. For I had not known lust except the law had said, Thou shalt not covet. Here we see that the law is unable to be kept by men. Have you not lusted before man? Therefore, many who attempt to obey it completely fail. And when they fail, they, they give up and become even more sinful and even more lustful without Christ. Romans 7.11, For sin taking occasion by the commandment deceived me, and by it slew me. The law will destroy you, my friends, unless you have Jesus Christ deliver you from it. And my question is, which law do you serve? Is your mind in Christ? If it is, you serve the law of God. Is your mind in this world? If it is, you serve the law of sin. Romans 7.25, I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. You can keep thinking that the Lord is a rabbit's foot in your pocket while feasting on Antichrist scraps if you want. You think that you are getting somewhere spiritually, but you're not. You're only getting closer to God's wrath and God's judgment. Isaiah 29.8 It shall even be as when an hungry man dreameth, and behold, he eateth, but he awaketh, and his soul is empty. Or as when a thirsty man dreameth, and behold, he drinketh, but he awaketh, and behold, he is faint. And his soul hath appetite, so shall the multitude of all the nations be that fight against Mount Zion. The Antichrist will give you all the scraps of false piety you could ever desire. And they will not fulfill the stomach of your soul one bit. And it is this lack of true sustenance that brings apathy and sleep across the land as we see that there is very little to no spiritual energy anymore. America is no doubt asleep. Isaiah 29.10, For the Lord hath poured out upon you the spirit of deep sleep, and hath closed your eyes, the prophets and your rulers, the seers hath he covered. The average American church would shudder at the prospect of me preaching what I have preached so far and what I will preach in this episode today. Now do you know why this world is upside down? Isaiah 29, 16, surely your turning of things upside down shall be esteemed as the potter's clay. For this, the work shall say of him that made him, he made me not. Or shall the thing framed say of him that framed it, he hath no understanding. Even so, my Christ friends, we are not left in despair. Those of us who know Jesus Christ, those of us who have understanding concerning the word of God. Verse 18 and 19, in that day shall the deaf hear the words of the book, 
and the eyes of the blind shall see out of the obscurity and out of darkness. The meek also shall increase their joy in the Lord, and the poor among men shall rejoice in the Holy One of Israel. And all I have to say is, Hallelujah. Praise the Lord that you and I can see my Christ friends. And until you understand that Jacob and Israel are those in Christ, you will keep idolizing those who are not in Christ. And you will keep rejoicing over their antichrist scraps. Verse 23, But when he seeth his children, the work of mine hands in the midst of him, they shall sanctify my name and sanctify the Holy One of Jacob, and shall fear the God of Israel. There's still hope. There is still true hope that are not scraps. This is hope from the bread of God for those who are deceived, even by counterfeit and antichrist Zionism. 24, they also that erred in spirit shall come to understanding, and they that murmured shall learn doctrine. I have a series of questions for you. Who has the name of Lord upon them? Who has received the grace of God? Who is kept and blessed by the Lord? Who does the Lord give peace to? The church, my friends, the church, the body of Christ by faith, which is also known as the Israel of God. Number 6, 24 through 27, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. They shall put my name upon the children of Israel, and I will bless them. Choose to accept the free gift of God today. Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Do you still think that faith is not a gift from God? It is a free gift. All you have to do is accept it. Because of this free gift, I am free in Christ. I am a free servant of righteousness. I feast at the table of Almighty God by His grace. Verse 18, being then made free from sin, you became the servants of righteousness. The chains of this world have no hold on me. The scraps of the Antichrist do not lure me. If sin controls you and you are lured by these scraps, you are not controlled by Christ. It is either Jesus Christ is king or sin is king in your life, one or the other. Verse 12 through 14, Romans 6, Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it in the lusts thereof. Neither yield your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God, for sin shall not have dominion over you. For you are not under the law, but under grace. And best believe, my friends, sin will wrap its evil in the cloak of righteousness such as getting wet for a religious checkmark. Baptism is, is not just getting religiously wet for a religious checkmark. It's a life-transforming testimony of faith before other believers. As you go under the water, you are putting away your old man. As you raise up out of that water, you are raising up in newness of life with Christ. 
Romans 6, 4, Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. If you think that grace is a license to sin, you have not received the grace of God. Romans 6, 1, What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? What does all this mean? Some may say. It simply means throw away the scraps and start feeding upon the bread, the word of God. Psalm 124, If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, now may Israel say, If it had not been the Lord who was on our side when men rose up against us, then they had swallowed us up quick when their wrath was kindled against us. Then the waters had overwhelmed us. The stream had gone over our soul. Then the proud waters had gone over our soul. Blessed be the Lord who hath not given us as a prey to their teeth. Our soul is escaped as a bird out of the sneer of the followers. The sneer is broken. We are escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. I pray that this episode of Gospel was a blessing to you. And if you would like to become a team member of this Christ work, simply pray. Pray that God would use this podcast mightily for his glory. Share the episodes wherever you can and support with a subscription if you're able to do so. We are in this together, Christ friends. Keep up the good fight.